All right, dude. Well, I think we're just, I mean, we're just about ready to go, dude. You want to just do like a last yeah. little level check here? Dude? Yeah, dude. Just, um, like, give me something. Yeah, how do real I quick. sound? Uh, uh, sound real good? Do I sound real sexy? Yeah. Do I sound like I mean, a. Oh, yeah. You sound great. We sound fan. Do I sound like I'm here bucks. to say something today? Uh, I, yeah. I will actually, yeah. What do you want to do for the intro today, man? Well, that's exa- that's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah, it sounds uh, like you have an idea. Can I, I? I just feel like I, I have something to say. Okay. Uh huh. And today would just probably be a good day to say it. Yeah, on the Howling podcast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually because it, it is kind of relatable in a weird kind of way. Okay. I, yeah. I, can't, I, I mean, can't really. It's it's tough to explain it. It's a, it's better to show it i guess wow okay um yeah i'm ready to so yeah no um what yeah let's let's do this so it a secret society lives among us okay and the, the the secret society the, the they're neither people nor animals uh and Rather, there's something in between. Dude, okay, wow. And so... What are you talking about here, man? Yeah, no, I know, I know how it sounds. I know how it sounds, but it, I promise, man, it, it's real. Uh, and... <sighs> okay, all right, dude, just relax. Maybe it's better if I just show you. I, oh, ju- I just, I just need to... What are you going to show me? I need me? to get it off my chest. I need to dude, get uh, it out, out of me. Okay, um, all right, chill. It's werewolves. And if you don't believe me, werewolves? Just look for yourself. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck, dude? Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. Holy shit, dude. What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode eight of the Midnight Reel. You can't tame what's meant to be wild. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan, joined by my other guest, Cody. What's up, everybody? Good to be here today. Yes, of course. As always, great to be here. We love doing this. Today, we're going to be talking about Joe Dante's 1981 film, The Howling. Call classic. Call classic werewolf film here. Should be, should just be a classic in my opinion. I think I mean, so. I, I think it's great. It earns classic status in my view, at least after this. I mean, I, I love but, it. Yeah, it's great. But it's, before we get into all that and everything, guys, we as always, we just want to give you a quick disclaimer and everything. We will be spoiling the movie. So everything that happens most likely is going to get talked about in this movie So if or in this podcast. If you haven't seen the movie, though... We definitely recommend you go and watch it. It's, uh, I think you can find it sort of on Amazon Prime right now. It's with some kind of like AMC subscription thing that goes along with it uh, or on free for something else there. But uh, it's a great movie. Definitely a lot of fun. Um, 
Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it today. And then, of course, as always, we are going to be swearing sometimes. Probably, I don't know, I like to say fuck a lot. So we <laughs> will probably swear once or twice, guys. So there is a bad language or explicit warning here. But yeah. So if you got um, kids around, kids in the car, turn up the volume or yeah. don't listen at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I guess... Um, or but listen it, later, rather. Yeah, I mean, right? sure. put, put I mean we love you guys. On. If you're trying to listen, yeah. please put continue. Some headphones but. On. Anyways. But yeah, so I guess before we kind of get into everything here, too, uh, I think we should start off with a little like plot summary of the film. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of give them a feel of what the film's about. Yeah, here. If, so, if, you, if you've seen The Howling, you know, yeah. I hope you're tuning in because you've seen The Howling. Of course. And if you haven't seen The Howling, I hope that you went and watched it and now we're tuning back in. And you know what the movie's about. Yeah. And if you saw it a long time ago, maybe you just need a little refresher. Yeah, just a so, quick recap on so what movie. So a quick, just the small movie, recap. Yeah, just a small recap here. So the film follows a news reporter, Karen White, who has a, a let's say, bizarre encounter with uh, the serial killer that has been attacking people around the city. Eddie Quist. Um, Eddie Quist is his name, yes. And after... Um, an encounter with him, she's traumatized um, by the attack and everything, and her doctor, uh, Dr. George Wagner, recommends that she and her husband, Bill, go up to uh, the place he calls the Colony, mm-hmm. like a little therapy retreat kind of session. Um, it starts off nice there. They have a good time at a little party, meet everybody, um, but uh, pretty quickly after they get there, shit starts going bump in the night. Uh, we got werewolves showing up. Um, start killing people. Bill gets turned into a werewolf. Uh, Terry and Chris, a couple of their friends die. Um, some stuff gets crazy. And yeah, it gets pretty wild. Yeah. And, and then, it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what happens. Then the movie ends. Um, we will save that for later. But yeah, guys, I mean, it, that's, I guess. Yeah. That's about that's, as that's quick, quick as recap. I can put it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it right there. It, Man, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so. I know, uh, so my first time seeing it was actually just uh, earlier this year. Like, I watched it back in, I think it was February sometime. And, um, yeah, so for the longest time I had wanted to see it, and for just whatever reason, I just hadn't caught it yet, hadn't checked it out. And um, actually had a good friend of mine, and he always swore by this movie, and and he said that this was a top-tier werewolf slash horror film and like it just it deserved to be up there with like those top werewolf films and those top horror films to be remembered by because it's because it is an underrated gem and um you know it it does have its cult classic status but it's uh it does deserve a little bit more recognition you know we feel like and uh so you always swore by that and um RIP to him, unfortunately, but, um, he always swore by that. And, uh, so I checked it out, uh, earlier this year in honor of him. And, uh, so I, I checked it out like pretty quickly, like shortly after, unfortunately his, his passing, but, um, I checked it out and I loved it. And, uh, and like it does start off a little bit slow in the beginning, but then it it really picks up a lot of steam once they do get to that colony retreat and they're, you know, those, those things are happening, uh, at nighttime. And it does have a real interesting intro as well, um, that we're going to break into a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's, it's really, uh, like 
it really picks up in the second half and it does some wild things. Yeah, it really, yeah. And it really, really struck really, me. Well, like watching that second half, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. And like, so rewatching it here for the podcast, because I really enjoyed it just because of that second half, but I hadn't watched it again since, since February, which is not that long a time ago. Well, but, yeah. Um, rewatching it for the podcast and I watched it twice this time and I noticed all these extra things about it and all these like like things that were going on that I didn't really notice before and then we you know did our research and we realized you know little these little uh, tidbits that we didn't know which are really fun and uh it's just like so many things about the movie are so cool and yeah. like the more I watch it the more I love it yeah, um, definitely. Like the, each time I've watched it, I've enjoyed it more and more, and it just gets better to me. So it's just like, yeah, man, this this movie does deserve to be <laughs> in those top tier, like, fi- you know, werewolf films and <laughs> horror films. Like it yeah. is, it is sweet. Like, yeah, it is a little bit silly, but it's also like, it's just a, it's a really fun experience. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I mean, I have a lot of the same feelings for it. I, I mean, the first time I saw it ever was when we just watched it for the podcast here. Um, we had a, we do this little bracket thing together, and we had a crazy, crazy battle. The Howling really wanted it, yeah, it and, did, and, it and, did. and it won, and I'm really glad it did because this, like, like whenever I've heard people talk about werewolf films, it's always been like in American Werewolf in London and everything, which I still haven't seen, so I can't really say mm-hmm. anything to that, but like. This one, like, I've, I've never heard of this movie, and, like, watching it, I'm, like, I'm surprised that I haven't because, like, the, the, the practical effects are amazing, um, and, like, like you said, like, I really like um, about it, too, one thing was that, like, the first part of the film, like, it's slow, and it, it almost feels like it's sort of, like, uh, gonna be, like, a slasher film, right, where we're just looking for, like, this serial killer, this creepy dude named Eddie or whatever, right, but then, like, then quickly you find out that Eddie's not really a person or whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. that it's turned into a werewolf movie, which I kind of liked there too. I thought it was fun, but um, yeah. no, for sure it was it was really something that that I agree. It was something that like it, it it was like sleeping on me a little bit. Like I watched it the first time, and I was like, wow, this is a really cool movie. Like like as far as werewolf films go, it's cool to see like a real like practical werewolf transformation mm-hmm. on screen mm-hmm. and stuff. And then I watched it again and I was like, wow, like, like you really, like you fall in love with the characters. I like a lot of the characters, um, in the movie and, yeah. uh, and everything like, so it's just, it really stands out to me now as like a movie that I think a lot of people should know about and hopefully will start at least maybe from this, watch it if they haven't or go check it out. But it's yeah. a really, it's a really fun, really like, like, yeah, like you said, kind of silly, kind of goofy, like werewolf film. Yeah, um, in some ways, yeah. Absolutely. In some ways, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of like, like, there's like, we'll talk about it too. Like, there's a lot of cool like Easter eggs. I mean, Joe regards. Dante just had a lot of fun with it, yeah. as he always does. As he does too, right? Films. Yeah, but um, so but yeah, no, I I thought like it like it initially it was I really really enjoyed it, and I like a lot of like how they I like how how it's like a from the point of view of like a news anchor, mm-hmm. like telling a story of the public almost, you know what I mean? Like that's what it turns into in the end. Too. Yeah. So I think, that, I think it's a really cool angle to take. Yeah. It's it. definitely a really, a really cool angle. And one that I like yeah. a lot. And yeah. Again, um, like, you know, I, I have seen a, an American werewolf in London and, uh, you know, as, that, as, as good as that movie is, I feel like I do like the howling more. Yeah. Um, so, and that you know, it's just like the transformation here, like the 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 makeup effects in an American Werewolf in London are fantastic as well. Don't get me wrong, but the uh, just 
the, the, the sequence with Eddie here in the end of the howling, well, towards the end, uh, that transformation sequence is yeah. so good and it still holds up so well today. Oh, and, you know, yeah. some of those sequences and you know, we'll talk about it when we eventually do uh, an American werewolf in London, of but, course. um, and you finally do see it, but the, you know, those, that movie has a lot of really good transformation sequences and, uh, a lot of good things about it too. But that, in here in the howling, what Rob Bottin did, and uh, there's that name again, Rob Bottin from The Thing. Um, well, however, he did Call the howling. Back. He did the howling Call first. Back to episode um, one. But the uh, his 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 uh, special makeup effects here, uh, practical effects are so good in the transformation sequence uh, with Eddie, um, and his face bubbling up and all of you know those little uh his his uh him growing his uh, his uh, snout <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and, dude oh the dude, prosthetics there are it's, incredible it's, it's so good it's, and it's so like good it's so yeah. good looking the the hair grow the the his arms and his bones like crackling like the sound effects the fingers i like the, the fingers the, moving it's around all it's too. all like you know it's all it all plays so well together with yeah the, between the sound effects and the, just that dude really great yeah, looking uh that's practical what i really makeup. like about yeah. the transformation is the the sound effects like the the sound of like the skin like stretching yeah. out as his mm-hmm. jaw like oh, yeah. like lengthens and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. so mm-hmm. it's so like it's really like I even watching it the second time, I caught myself watching it like my jaw, like I was just like uh like my yeah. <laughs> jaw dropped. It's so you know good. what I mean? And it's so yeah. like even today, like because in, in the year twenty twenty two, we watch it and we're like yeah, that looks so good. That, yeah, that's dude. sweet. It's because it's like, practical. It's you it's know practical. what I mean? It's like and it, that pra- just practical f- effects it, bring something different and it's, to the it, table. It like lasts. You know yeah. what I mean? Because even though like like it's practical, you know, CGI is great still, for yeah. a lot of things, and it does look beautiful in a lot of different ways if people utilize it properly. But there's like if you can do something practical like that, you're much better off. You're just much better off. I know the budget is going to raise massively, but Rob Bottin got got a little bit. I mean, he didn't, he didn't get a lot for the howling here, but he did no. get a lot well, for the thing. Actually, well, he got a, a little bit more for the yeah. thing. Sort of like and, to, um, to piggyback off of this like transformation scene that we're yeah. talking about. But actually, like, so when they were shooting that that final scene in Doc's office there with uh, Eddie transforming and everything, mm-hmm. they ran out of budget. So they ended up like they actually had to like shoot it in close ups and they ended up needing to use Joe Dante's office to shoot it because yeah. they couldn't afford another set space. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they just ran out of money. So they had to like put it all together themselves with what they had. So it's so funny. Yeah. Like and then I remember just, and then I know the other scene at the very end, uh the the news when she's uh, on on the news and she does her transformation, didn't they shoot that in, in mm-hmm. his office? I believe so. Yes, I think so. Or in one of the well, producers' offices or yeah. something. Like it was just like all close-ups. I'm not. Isn't that what sure they said in the behind-the-scenes documentary? I believe that we watched? so. Yeah. Well, I know they I had to they, use. They ended up having to use Joe's office a, a, a little bit because they just ran out of money. They didn't have money, right? Yeah, yeah. So famously, that seems to be a lot of issues. Like, didn't with they our shoot movies. it right before the movie came out? 
Like, remember the movie was about to come out, and they oh, were like, "Oh, you're right." They, they was yeah, like the last they thing did. That it they was did the last really scene they shot, and they 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 shot it right the day they put it to print. Yeah, and they f- put it in the film the day they put it to print. Yeah, yeah they uh-huh. did say that they did film it in his yeah, office. Yeah, like the day before yeah. it went to print. This or is something. coming yeah. from. There's like a behind the scenes documentary yeah. on the Blu-ray disc. If you have it, if you want to buy it, there is like a 45 minute documentary. It's great. Mm-hmm. We watched it. It's a lot of fun. Um. But yeah, no, you're right. It was filmed in his office in there. Yeah, that was really great too, though. Um, and that's like, like, sort of also piggybacking off of that. Like that ending scene to me is another. Like, just I know it's the end scene, but it's like definitely a standout moment in the in the scene because it's like, like what a way to end the movie. You know what I mean? It's cool that she did it on tv like while on the broadcast for live television right yeah and then the the thing that stands out to me about it the mostly is like like how it pulls out to show like the the audience watching the news show right because they show her transform and then she gets shot and then they cut to commercial Mm -hmm. and then like the kids are like wow mom the the news ladies turn it into a werewolf on TV. Yeah. And then like there's ki- there's guys at the bar. Yeah, they're uh-huh. like, like one dude is like, no, she really is a werewolf. That just happened. Yeah. And the other dude's like, nope, uh, no, it's fake. Uh, special CGI, effects. Man. Yeah. The special effects. And whatever. Not, yeah, and then whatever it, it's like, it's so cool because it's like, like another thing that I love about the movie is one of my favorites is just the way like media is portrayed in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like a, it's not like a really a moment, but just like whenever we see like the news people, they're always like like Karen is clearly like traumatized through going through everything with Eddie in the first half of the film. Right. But her like editor or producer dude or whatever, he's like he he's still trying to get her to go on screen to to mm-hmm. be the produ- like to tell her story or whatever. And he's like, we're going to get such good ratings and everything. Um, But I won't want to get too much into that really right now. But um. Just the, I don't know that that's just like a really fun fact to it that we'll get into a little bit later. But um, uh, other things that sort of like just stand out for me too, um, like just that like uh, on top of the Eddie transformation scene is the whole scene with him fighting Terry in the office. Bef- like um, be- when yeah, he's mm-hmm. like we don't see him transform, but he attacks yeah, Terry just, in the office as there. the wolf. Well, he like so comes like, up like raises up over and like grabs the the file from yeah her. well yeah because she's, she's like on the phone searching with chris. through the file yeah well yeah uh, she's on the chris, phone with chris looking for eddie quist's yeah. file mm-hmm. and bam there's eddie quist <laughs> yeah just <laughs> knocks her onto the ground dude give me that file i know yeah that was really brutal and i was really sad that terry died man i really enjoyed terry i thought yeah. she was great yeah, like, it was kind of it was yeah. pretty unfortunate. It was, she it was, was like a good, she was a good character. She, she was good, and she, she seemed like she was a strong character. Yeah, like she well, was putting she, the, she was Karen. putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. like she was at that you know that retreat. She was kind of walking around, and then she was like, "Oh my god, this place! I recognize this place. This is was Eddie. Eddie, Eddie was here. Yeah, right. This the is, landscape uh, drawing, and then like you know, she sees the smiley face every time they saw the smiley face. That's where Eddie was at. Yep. That was kind of yeah. like his calling card in the movie. I like that a lot. Yeah, nice little touch. Yeah, which that apparently cool. like that at the time in the in the eighties when it was being <laughs> made, that was yeah. like a big thing. Joe right? Dante said he was annoyed <laughs> of it, so he like he put it in there because so he, like, he wanted yeah, to I'm ruin the a, a serial killer's yeah. thing. <laughs> like which, this horrible guy. That's so funny. That's like uh, props to you, Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that because that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also another quick fun fact about the smiley faces too. 
is that um, like Joe Dante later on in his career after this, he does a film called Gremlins that I'm sure a lot of us mm-hmm. know and love. But he actually has one of those stickers on like some of the fridges in the shows. And then yeah. there's another character in this movie that shows up in the Gremlins movie, Lou Landers. He's a news anchor in the movie. But that's just a quick like fun fact because I love the Gremlins movie and just had to say it really quick. But, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's cool. It's great. But the smiley <laughs> it's faces. A cool connection. Yeah. I love the right. smiley faces so much because that was just like a. It's a cool, like, a calling card. I don't know. I think yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Like, yeah it it's, cool. it's a cool touch. I mm-hmm. just think it's cool. Yeah. It, it is, it's a nice touch. It's a, one of those small details that is uh, just another uh, just uh, thing that's unique about the movie that yeah. makes, you know, the howling the howling. It's yeah, exactly. Thing you know what out, else makes the howling the howling? The score. The, the music. Yeah, the music. Right? Which is like... We a were steady mix of different, of different yeah. things. There's so many know? different um, like types of music in this movie. Yeah. Right. And uh-huh. I love it. Like uh like you were talking or well, I love I, like, yeah, I yeah. love the one the one that I really love is when um she's when Karen is talking to Dr. Wagner mm-hmm. in the office and he tells her, like, Oh, you should you know, you should take go go up to this uh this colony retreat. Um, thing whatever he says to her yeah telling her to go up there and it kind of like transitions from in the office and the music kind of like starts playing and and it's this like kind of like this melancholic kind of like with some like guitar and like this like it's like this kind of like it's like like this hypnotic type vibe yeah as and then it transitions into them like you know driving the car through the mountains like heading there and it's like this really nice transition with this cool music that is like you know kind of like insinuating like that music to me like feels like like okay yeah they're about to be like hypnotized in this kind of like uh at like this it's colony. like a trance like, for, kind like, of music yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like putting them in a trance yes yeah I, that, that music's really cool yeah i like i like that one too i also like the like the just like the kind of like silly music that's in it like uh like when they're like when they're at the uh the cabin right the not the cabin the bonfire mm-hmm. when they first meet everyone in oh the yeah, colony. Yeah, yeah there's like that fun little jig playing yeah, the whole uh-huh. time right like it's like a, a little good like party backwoods vibe. like you know yeah. that little backwoods ding, 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 yeah. Ding, 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 yeah like 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 blues grass yeah, yeah, kind of like that, farmhouse good. <laughs> yeah no it's like really that fun I, music I like yeah, it a yeah. lot and then and like, like that's kind of what like the type of music that really kind of like uh, goes with kind of like what the colony is like when they're hunting it's a similar type of like yeah. cartoony like yeah uh, the, the, that like hunting scene bouncy. that's like by far the most like comedic scene yeah, in uh-huh. the movie because like even the the old guy Earl he's like yeah I think it's UFOs and aliens <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking all the <laughs> right. which is it's funny to me too because like they're all I mean I guess we don't really know that they're werewolves at that point in the movie right when you're first watching it yeah but like watching it again you kind of suspect it in yeah. a way watching it again it's like he's saying that yeah. like which is funny because clearly it's them because they're all fucking werewolves <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but no but yeah and then but i also love the movie because like even in like the beginning of the film or like uh or when everything's going down with all the werewolves and everything the crazy organ music starts coming in mm-hmm. and stuff like that um which is just like a crazy organ score whenever yeah. like the werewolves start transforming and stuff or uh right or yeah it's, it's just, just it's kind of it. all over the place but it like it gives us it, it it gives the whole movie just this really like cool like 
kind of like this cool stylish vibe in a way. Yeah. That it like just it stands out a little bit more, to, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because those things like you're not used to like that kind of um, shifting of music in movies like that. Yeah. Like generally, like if if it has one type of music, it's mostly that same type and that same vibe of music the entire way through. Definitely. Uh, so like in this film, like to hear those different vibes and those different types of music, it does like give it this different type of feel that is unusual and unique to it in, in itself. Um, so uh, just because you, it's unknown, really, like it yeah. doesn't happen very often. Uh, yeah. It Even today in it, movies. It, especially it helps make the movie stand movies. out too, right? As yeah. like its own kind of like style. Even yeah, with exactly. The film, right? Like That's why like it has this one. like, you know, this good horror element to it, of course, um, with these like very traumatic things happening to our, our lead character, Karen. And uh, even though like, I know we're going to dive into it a little bit more here in a little bit, but like, even though how her character, like she is the lead <laughs> character, but she's like not doing a lot when they're up at the retreat. Most of the time, like she's, yeah, she's, she's in the group therapy a little bit. And then she's really just kind of like laying in bed the whole time. And Terry yeah. kind of takes over like part of the story. And cause she's like, she comes up and like kind of focuses on her for a little bit. Yeah. And while Karen is just kind of like doing her own thing and laying in bed and like worried about Bill and, and like worried about, so like it's definitely, she Bill. is the main character, but, Bill. but she's, um, yeah. Anyways, we're going to, well, yeah. we're going to dive well, deep into well, that later. I mean, but, well, she's also like the whole time though, she, she's convinced that there's some kind of like creature or something out there. Right. Cause yeah. she's, she's like, like she gets woken up in the middle of right. the night by howling and then um, she finds the dead cow with uh, Donna, I believe, is that is that mm-hmm. woman's name? I'm um, the other lady from the colony there. Yeah, um, I think it's Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, so, it's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So any, I was just gonna say like, so like it has that like that traumatic that that traumatic element to it with like her vulnerability that really yeah. plays into it how vulnerable her character is for a lot of it. Um, especially yeah. from that opening scene. She, she yeah. Um, she's clearly very traumatized from that opening yeah. scene when with So Eddie like there's a lot everything. of things going yeah. on and a lot of feelings going on and it does explore different characters in different ways and uh and I mean and she's trying and, like, to, so it's to get like, better, you know, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the movie like itself, like it's very unique in a lot of different ways because it really does touch on quite a few different things, especially you already mentioned it, the news station that that news station angle, you know, working working at the news station and being on live television and taking mm-hmm. that angle of it is a, another interesting yeah. thing with the whole ending sequence that we're gonna dive into here in a little bit. Yeah, but so yeah, um, I agree. Before we also one other thing a scene I really want to mention about this movie because it was like it was just like I'd never seen anything like it on in a movie before. Man, is is the sex scene between Bill and Marsha. When they turn into werewolves, man, that stuff is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the middle of coitus, guys, they just turn into werewolves. Yeah, that was a wild. It sequence. was like I've, I don't know, I because I really didn't think that was gonna happen. I don't know. First time I was watching it, I wasn't expecting a werewolf sex scene. Uh-huh. Like, like not that I wouldn't be surprised if it was there, but it just I wasn't expecting it at all. 
And right. then like and then it would it happened and what we got was just like crazy because mm-hmm. just the practical like effects of them turning into werewolves. Mm-hmm. It's done it's done really well, I think. And it's yeah. it's just it's a it's a crazy scene and definitely I think for anyone who's seen the movie, one of the most standout moments of the film. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean it definitely stands out. It's it's a it's a wild transformation, and it's the really it's the first of its kind in the movie. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's the first actually. time that you see the transformation like that on that level. To, I I think to that point it hides the uh, the transformations. Yeah, like you're it, hides, right, it doesn't actually. show it in the beginning and uh, with Eddie. We just see uh, them in the in the in the booth there, um, and then you just see kind of like elements of the wolves. Yeah, um, but you don't. See it and up even to that when point, Bill gets like tackled before that, yeah, you he, see yeah. it for a split, like a very split second, but you don't even see like the full thing. You don't like it's not, it's it's difficult to see in the moment. Yeah. So then when you see it later on in this scene, this is the first time that you're seeing the transformation, and so you so it's really a wild like yeah. like th- this it's, is this is where like in my mind like the first time that I watched it. <laughs> Not to say like I enjoyed the first half of the movie, um, or at least up to up to the scene. Anyway, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't under I didn't like you know. Uh, we already talked about all the elements beforehand, like the music and like the different feels that it's going for and stuff. You know, the yeah. first time watching it, you might be like up to this scene. You're like, all right, where is this movie going? Like, what is this movie trying to do? <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. What I you know up to this this part and then the scene happens and it's the first transformation you're like oh yeah oh yes, really oh this is this is wild okay yeah all right let's see where this goes from here now <laughs> and then you're in for a ride from that point forward um and that scene's crazy like yeah it does have the kind of like that kind of horrible cgi there at the end of it where it's you know kind yeah of the little like, like the animation that yeah. they do mm-hmm. yeah which, which yeah. is you know they, they they had to do it a certain way at the time so understandable yeah right that's a sign yeah it's fine but it's uh but that scene in it, it it's so good like you said um it's just so crazy it is yeah, it, it's it is so wild. wild the transformation and is it nuts. yeah it brings you into the movie and again. it's like, like holy it's, crap yeah. like it's All like right. right when you're just getting like tired, you're like, what are we just watching this woman like recover from a traumatizing attack yeah. on a news story? And then yeah. you're just like, oh, wait, no, like like this is happening, too. Mm-hmm. There's werewolves now. Mm-hmm. And now her husband's a werewolf and uh-huh. he's cheating on her. Like, wow. Yeah. So much tea. With, you know Mar- I mean? with Marsha, the nymphomaniac. Yeah. Of I mean, the, I the would colony. let Marsha turn me into a werewolf, too, Bill. I understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. Yeah, that's just like I mean. For me, at like just I mean, the, at one of the standout moments go like as on top of like Eddie's transformation. That's just it's like all of the transformations that are shown are just so well done because it's so cool that it's practical as, at least as much as it can be, right? Mm-hmm. And then everything it just it looks so it's it's crazy because it looks real, you know, even though you know it's not or whatever. But it's just it's it it blows my mind still, and it's from the eighties. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it still stands up today. It's 2022. So yeah, it still looks great. Yeah, it it's awesome. I love it. It's a great film, and I agree. It should more people should know about this film. Yeah, too. more yes. people should see it, or I'm at least on give it train. another chance. Yeah. If you haven't watched it in give a while, it give chance. it another chance. Check yeah. it out. Don't watch an American Werewolf in London this month. Watch The Howling. Yeah, yeah. this month. <laughs> yeah, you go watch that one next. Month. Yeah, watch if that it. one's your favorite werewolf film, that's, that's fine. fine. No disrespect. No disrespect. I can't wait to watch it. But. 
at least give the howling a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Not with silver bullets, though. <laughs> <laughs> silver bullets, my wow. ass. Silver bullets, my ass. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah. I I don't know, man. From there, I, mean, I guess. Like, D. Wallace, she, like, I really like her in this role. Yeah. Um, D. Really Wallace did fantastic. Uh, she's, like, the way that she plays Karen um, and is so, like, from the opening scene, you see her, you know, at the news station, and then she's leaving to go meet up with Eddie. And from that point forward, she gets into this incident, and she's so, uh, she's, you know, having these fever dreams and, like, seeing Eddie everywhere. Yeah. And she's having basically... She's just like being terrorized psychologically, and from this traumatic experience and that she you had can see with it's Eddie, affecting her life too, right? It is affecting her life, and uh, uh, clearly, you know, she has that incident on the news when she freezes up, and she's seeing uh, the the um, the uh, porno movie in the lens of the camera, yeah, and then she's seeing Eddie in the lights, and and the, well, really Eddie, but like. The werewolf yeah. figure of Eddie because she didn't know what she saw. That's well, why she that's couldn't why remember she, she his couldn't, face. She, yeah, she couldn't remember. She's he, like she's you know she said I can't I I don't know I, yeah. I, I don't she know she couldn't turn remember. around or she did turn around but she couldn't see. Is yeah, what she was it was saying. dark and see. you know she saw the figure of probably the werewolf of Eddie. But yeah, she couldn't make it out. Um, well, that's what so, also I like too is that like you don't you find out about the werewolves with uh, with Karen. Right. Mm -hmm. And D Wallace, who does a really good job of like just playing, like just just not knowing what's going on and just being traumatized by the 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 fact that she can't see this man's face and know what the attacker looked like. So yeah. even if she sees him again, she won't know if it's him. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's she does a really great yeah, she job. Does, she does a great job. And like uh, I there's there's a, another scene actually um, towards. I don't know, the middle middle of the movie somewhere. She's uh in the group therapy session yeah. at the colony. And um They're like they're walking her through the night walking again. Her trying through to the night again. Yeah. yeah. And she's kind of reliving the moment and she's having those, you know, flashes and she's seeing, you know, it's like this, you know, a lot of those scenes I love too. Like, you know, that that scene that I'm talking about right now in the group therapy, but also like when she's having those fever dreams and like those nightmares and she's like having those hot flashes and mm -hmm. she's seeing like those and it's like flashing like Eddie and like that night yeah. and like the different like things. And she's just it's like, it's almost too like, it's she's really Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, go ahead. No, I was just, it's almost too like she's having like, like visions almost, right? Because like of, she yeah, sees of, Eddie. Of werewolves in yeah, this way. Yeah, well, because like she mm -hmm. has the dream and then when they first get to like the colony, she has a nightmare again and sees Earl like freaking out in the fire as well as with Eddie. And then after Bill gets attacked and turned into a werewolf, she has a dream about Eddie and Bill being like a werewolf too. Yeah. Right? So she's like... Weirdly enough, some kind of like like she's she's like getting visions, right? Yeah, some way, kind of like yeah. dreamer, sort yeah. of, yeah. It's yeah, cool. It yeah. is cool, yeah. And uh, but I I love like all that of uh, what they what what Joe Dante did, what they did with the film, with those you know flashes and kind of like oh yeah, the, I, I I 
that was yeah, yeah like I, I like that. like that that scene that you were talking about with with her in the group therapy session like when she she like breaks out of the trance that she's kind of in and she's like I try to turn around but I can't mm-hmm. like like that's like a standout moment for me like you said and then another one is when she's like like first on the couch after the attack in the beginning of the movie like Bill wakes her up yeah. while she's sleeping mm-hmm. on the couch and she's like freaking out right. thinking that Bill's trying to kill her or whatever mm-hmm. like it's really just really well done. Like it feels real, right? Mm-hmm. Like she does a good job of playing like it like it really happened to her almost. Like, oh yeah. It feels like D. Wallace really like believes that she's getting attacked by werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's great. Yeah. It is great. That's really well done. And then on top of that, I also want to talk about Bill for a minute because I think like Chris Christopher Stone, it's funny because him, Christopher Stone, and D. Wallace were actually engaged to each other at the time of filming this movie. And it's funny because as Bill plays, like, he's, like, such a terrible husband. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, I don't know if it, I mean, I guess, it, like, he kind of says it was, like, Karen's, like, I, like um, decision in the beginning. But you can tell, like, from the beginning of the film, there's, like, a rift in their marriage, mm-hmm. right? Like, because when we first meet Bill... Um, they introduce him as Karen's husband, and and the, he's like, "Oh, you must be Bill White." And then he's like, "Oh, actually, it's Bill Neal because my wife kept her name, or yeah, whatever." Like uh-huh. it's like clearly there's some kind of like like dis like he he doesn't like that there's a already. Yeah, there's yeah. a disconnect there. And then Absolutely. like like the second he gets to the the colony, he meets Marsha. And then he's yeah. like, he like walks over there to like, he's like, he, he knows that the beautiful woman's over there and yeah. he's like playing it off. Like, Oh, I'm looking for my wife. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's, she's like, like, why? Why? Yeah. Like, wow. Whoa, Marsha. Keep take it easy. Yeah, Marsha. Uh-huh. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah. I just, I think he's, he's great because he's just like, he play. it's funny that he, he plays like such an asshole so well, you know, like he's just a bad husband. Like he, yeah, he, is. he, he, he mean, totally like when he goes to her cabin too, with the, after he goes hunting and he catches the, uh, you know, he, 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 whatever he catches gets, the catches rabbit. The, the well, rabbit. They're, yeah, they're the hunting. Rabbit. They're looking yeah, yeah. for, well, that he hunts and he gets something and he goes to her cabin and because she's going to cook for him. Yeah. And then she comes on to him and he doesn't push her away or anything. And I think that just is an, another um, just little nod to how he's he is he, he willing to be unfaithful. And he yeah. is there is this he's not happy in, marriage in his and, marriage. Yeah. He, like it, and, and then even in the beginning when, when he's like when, when uh, Karen is, you know, missing. Well, not missing, but they're trying to find her in, in the booth because they lost the signal. And the cops are trying to find her with Eddie, you know, they're trying to hunt her down and he's, he's at the news station and they're like, they're like, oh, you know, they, the other people in the news station say something like, you know, uh, you know, it's tough to wait or something like that. Um, and, uh, he's, he's there and he doesn't really like react in any sort of way. Like you don't really get the vibe that he's like super concerned or worried in the, in that scene, at least, at least I did. I don't. When I when I watched it, so no, yeah, I agree. And then like even um, too, there's like a point where he tries to have sex with Karen right after the attack, and she's like, "No, I don't want to." And he like rolls over, like, "Ugh, whatever." Like, <laughs> it's like, "Come on, man, <laughs> give her a break." Yeah. And uh, then when she like but, comes on to him after he gets bit by the werewolf he, yeah he's like wow the timing's incredible yeah. you know like uh-huh. what the hell yeah. <laughs> and then you know what he does he goes and he bangs a woman in the woods yeah. and turns uh-huh. into a werewolf 
terrible guy. Don't be like Bill, man. That's, right? that's what he wanted to do. Don't be like Bill. As much as you want to bang the hot, sexy werewolf lady, don't do it. <laughs> but no, I I mean he I I like I still like him as a character though because of like I feel like it's good. Like he's a good character for like the story that plays out oh, for yeah. Karen and everything, oh, yeah. right? Um, same with like Chris and Terry. Chris and Terry. I Terry I think is my favorite character in the movie at all, and I'm so upset that Terry ends up dying from Eddie. Eddie kills mm-hmm. her, but but I really like Terry because she's like she's the only one in the movie that's like a friend to Karen. You know what I mean? Like she's worried yeah. about her. Like even on the news anchor broadcast like when she's having that meltdown she's the one that brings her off set mm-hmm. she's so she's such a good character she's so friend like friendly and caring and you see that about her and also she's she's smart and she like when she is investigating with chris um the the eddie what happened with eddie quisto and or Eddie Quist, <laughs> Quisto, <laughs> Eddie Quisto, Eddie Quist. <laughs> what happened with Eddie? And they, you know, they they find out his last name. They find these drawings. They start kind of like doing this research. They go to the bookstore. They have that interaction with Walter Paisley, who's awesome. <laughs> There's yeah, like we dude. could talk about that. But um, and uh, so he's telling me, you know, I got I got all this stuff. I got silver bullets. You know, some guy I ordered and never came pick him up you know, all this stuff. And so like, it's, you know, so Chris keeps in mind the silver bullets. He goes back later to get them. But the, uh, Terry though, like in all of this, she's investigating with Chris and she's there all along all this stuff. And then she gets this call from Karen and she like comes immediately. She's like, yeah, I'll be there immediately. Like no hesitation whatsoever. Like she calls like late at night. Hope I didn't like Karen's like, I hope I didn't wake you. And she's like, no, not at all. Like I'll, I'll I'll be right there. Like she she, like (laughs) comes right there. Like, such a good, good friend, good caring friend, and then you know, so like, and a really, good like, detective, like, uh, man. yeah, and yeah. a good detective, smart, you know, and and so like, you're really rooting for her, yeah, as you know, as a a viewer of I know. this movie, I know. so like, you're really I want rooting her to for be her the character. one to bring the werewolves down, yeah, dude. and then she she comes she to this colony and she's there for like a day and she's kind of investigating some stuff mm. and then she see she's like walking around the you know the 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 land there and then all of a sudden she sees she's like oh my god i recognize this place oh bam like she puts it together this is where eddie was at she then she goes and she finds she sees this cabin and she's investigating in the cabin and smiley face she sees it and she's like oh, eddie was here like this is yeah you know this is it so like it confirmed yeah i like the callback to the drawings they find like in the yeah. beginning of the mm-hmm. movie too and yeah, then she has really that cool. experience that that first uh terrifying moment with, with the werewolves with with, with Marcia. Eddie. well i think is I think that marsh i think it's eddie i, I think the it's, yeah well it's eddie no but it's, it's not two isn't it two of them or is no, it just one it's, of them it's, it's, no. it's eddie or it's it's no it's the brother yeah it's, it's the other TC. guy uh it's, it's marsha's brother yeah tc yeah well, it's, uh, yeah uh, so that's why i thought they're it was two brothers. of them i thought eddie it was marsha and eddie marsha and tc they're all but maybe there was just one of them yeah they're all of them are a family yeah so yeah because when terry pulls out the file at Doc's office before she dies, she yeah. pulls out the Quist file and it has Marsha, TC, and, yeah, and Eddie yeah. all in it. Mm-hmm. So they're all... Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, but it was TC that attacked her at the house because later on, yeah, he when they're showed, at the farm, he says, he's would, missing a hand. He's like, your friend took my hand, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Or whatever. Friend did this yeah. to me. Whatever yeah. he says. But yeah, no. I, I like, too, that I liked finding out that they're all part of, the, like, the same family. 
Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, of course, Eddie belongs to the mm-hmm. Quist family. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course, I, yeah. they're Quists. The one turning everybody into werewolves and everything. Yeah. Because, like, because they're the ones that aren't, like, down with Doc's whole, like, channel your energy werewolf, like, like, uh, stuff, right? Like, the Quist family, they don't want to, like, right. live amongst the humans. They want to rule over the humans. Yeah, Because exactly. they know that they're more powerful than them, right? Mm-hmm. Um which is yeah, that's yeah, the thing and they don't we'll want to be yeah. eating cattle. They want to be eating people. Yeah, right. Um, they don't want. Yeah, like they they see humans as their cattle. Yeah. Like they should mm-hmm. be herding them and eating them. Yeah. Is what they think. Exactly. Which, oh, wow. that's and that's what scary. they're about to do with Terry there at the end. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You know, they yeah. they kill Terry. Well, Eddie kills Terry. Unfortunately, you know, we follow Terry through all this, and she has yeah. this kind of heroic moment when she escapes the werewolf, uh, and she, you know. Hacks his arm off, yeah. You know, part of his arm gets away. Gets away. She gets away. Calls calls Chris, Chris and you're like, you really like, you're like, all right, sweet, badass. Like she's, she's killing it. I know. Chris is gonna come save her. And then, bam, Eddie just pops up, full form, full form werewolf on her, destroys her, destroy. Just give me that file. Yeah, destroys her. So sad. Such a cool scene, though. Yeah. With the pra- with the practical effects, mm-hmm. man, there was that's cool. The, the werewolf design was very cool in it. Yeah, too. I very agree. Cool. It mm-hmm. was super cool. Like it a was very scary. tall, slender. Yeah, like the same exact build that you would see like a a werewolf who was on all fours, but he could stand on twos. Yeah, well, yeah, know? like they had like really long, like slender legs, yeah. but bigger upper bodies, yeah. and mm-hmm. like a wolf's head. Yeah, they were really cool. And, like, it just props again to that transformation scene, seeing it all happen. Yeah, after, yeah following, so cool. following up this scene was the, you yeah. know, Karen, she she has her uh, moment where, uh, what? Where she, so when Karen goes to, like, you're talking about when she goes back to Doc's office, right? She's going oh, she there. She goes back to Doc's, oh, yeah, because she just got in a fight with Doc Bill. Because, yeah, because Bill just was. slapped her. Because yeah. she was, like... They're talking about Marsha because she sees the scratches on Bill's back from when yeah. they 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 right. had werewolf sex. Yeah, exactly. Right? So then and they then, get into that little argument. Yeah, she said she walks past you like a bitch in heat, and then yeah. Bill slaps, slaps the her. shit out of her. And she's like, "Oh, I'm gone." And then it's like, which is like, it's still so uncomfortable when you see a woman get hit on screen, yeah. man. It's mm-hmm. never, it's so uncomfortable, yeah, but. It is. But so, yeah, so she runs away. Not to give him an excuse, then, but he was, you know, a werewolf dealing with all that extra. Yeah, he did have a lot on his mind. Hormones yeah. of becoming a werewolf, <laughs> essentially. Not, you know, no excuse. Uh, of course, I'm not not trying to give Bill an out here. No, definitely not. No no outs for Bill. Bill gets no outs. Uh, that, that was fucked up, Bill. Yeah. Can't Fucking do that. Terrible, Don't Bill. Don't do that. And, but so, yeah, so she runs away. She tries to go to Doc's for comfort. But then she's the one who also discovers Terry's dead body there. Um, and then that's when Eddie shows up again. And he's like, I want to show you something, Karen. I want to give you, let me give you a piece of my mind. Yeah. And he pulls the bullet out of his head and he hands it to her. So great. So great. What yeah. a great line. Oh, man. Um, he but improvised that He line. did. Yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob Picardo is his name. I think, yeah, Picardo. Yeah, yeah. I'll double check here. I believe that is his name there. Yeah. Robert Picardo is his name. He's the Eddie. He plays Eddie. Uh, Eddie Quest. Yeah. Wait, Quest. 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 <laughs> Eddie Quest. 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 Eddie Quest. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Picardo. He did a fantastic job. It was so cool. He looked so good. 
Um, and then even after, like after the transformation, when Karen like, like, like pours the wolf, like it's like wolf treatment is what the label says in the movie yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like it's just like I think it's just like a wolf Easter egg because yeah. it's a werewolf movie, but mm-hmm. like it's meant to be a joke that it's just like oh look werewolf tonic right like, yeah. um, but and then like like because then she like burns his face and he turns back into a human and then Chris shows up and we see. Eddie again with the like fucked up face and everything and then yep. he turns into a werewolf again but mm-hmm. Chris kills him with the silver bullets. Yeah, because actually Eddie gives him the gun back thinking that he's invincible. Yeah, he didn't exactly. realize uh, that. So he's Chris like, "Here, take it. Bullets. Yeah, here, here. Let me show you something." Yeah. And then he dies. So it's so good. So shoot me. And that's what that's another thing like like the, to kind of get into too with the movie is I like like the way they handle the werewolf tropes in the movie like like there's the whole scene with like with Walter Paisley when they're at the bookstore again and they're yeah. researching like what it could be and like they find a book about werewolves and everything and Chris is like oh well that's interesting well why don't we see if like you know any of Eddie's killings happen on a full moon uh-huh. and he's just like no that's bullshit that you hear in movies listen werewolves can turn whenever they want to okay it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I like I how that. they he just yeah. debunks it, <laughs> right? Debunks it and establishes their own set of rules yeah. in the movie. So For now we know werewolves. that werewolves can turn. And then he's yeah. like, he's like, if you want to kill him, the only way to do it is silver bullets and fire. That's it. And, and I, lo- I like, love like the, yeah, I love how they created their own, you know, kind yeah. of uh, mythology for werewolves in this film. But not only that, like how, what the mythology was for them and how like, they transformed into werewolves and how like some people could control it more than others. And, uh, so they could really Mm -hmm. like tame themselves. You know, Bill couldn't handle it. I feel like he was, he was already kind of like an unhinged, like untamed man in a way. Like you saw that in the film. So like once he got that, once he got bitten, it was just like, he couldn't handle himself anymore. But for like Karen, for example, like she is, even though she went through this traumatic experience and she's like, having these fever dreams all throughout and she's like dealing with the, 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 just like the psychology of having to deal with all of that. And she, even though she went through all this, all these things, she like learned about like the werewolves and how to, I get in a way like she was strong because she was able to like, in the end for her transformation, she was able to kind of control it, do it in the moment. Yeah. Um, but she didn't know what was going to happen when she. Well, yeah. Did her it's, full transformation. It's, it's cool. Cause like, Karen, so like in each, each person is so different in their own yeah, transformation. Right? They all look like, like different everyone's different. Too. Yeah. Like I love that all about it and how everyone kind of like some people have more control over it than others. Like the doctor has a lot of control over it. He even wrote this book on it. How to, you know, uh, yeah, you know, the, the gift the and all gift. that. And Which I love too that he's like, cool he's thing. talking about that book on the news broadcast, right? Like, like Karen works for the KDHB, uh-huh. which is like, it's great because it's like, this is him trying to like get people to be okay with them being werewolves because right. the gift is all about embracing the primal beast within you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything, and then it makes you feel better about yourself mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's just like... Like giving into it. and Yeah, it's really, really cool. And I like that sort of reveal just through, like, the right. writing that way, is that you, like, you don't get that that's what he's promoting until you find out that he's actually a werewolf yeah, with exactly. the gift, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's essentially yeah. the leader of the pack. 
uh, he's like the alpha. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's well, he is the alpha until the end, mm. and uh, but he is the alpha, and like he is trying to like do good with it in a way like yeah and it, like he really well, believes that you know he's trying not to hurt anybody like he's trying his best to not hurt yeah. anybody and like even he realizes i think at the end when you know he realizes he failed you know when pe- you know people marcia turn turns against them and well, yeah they say that they don't them. like they don't want to do that channel your energy bullshit yeah and, like, yeah exactly and so like he realizes that he failed and he's not going to be able to tame them so like he, that's why he like set, like basically kills himself yeah like, he's like oh silver bullets like oh let me just keep walking until he kills me please yeah definitely and uh so that's why he's, you know you get shot and he says thank god and you know, he dies. Yeah, I agree. And um, I love, I, it's I like, you know, it's, it, cause, yeah, go ahead. No, I, no, you're, I would just like off of that. I really like this part of the way the movie ends too, because like the way it ends with, with like Chris and Karen showing up, like Chris shows up and he just starts murking all the stuff, yeah. all the werewolves. Like he's just like, like at first it's kind of funny because he shows up and like he shoots TC while he's approaching him. Cause they don't believe that he has silver bullets mm-hmm. just like Eddie did. And then he shoots him, and TC doesn't get up. And then I, I believe the man's name is Fred. Is the other yeah, character's the, the name? Yeah, the friendly neighbor guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Donna's husband. Uh huh. Um, but but he's yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> wait, he's not getting up. TC, get up, right? And then he's like, silver he starts turning. Uh, yeah, silver bullets <laughs> my ass. And then he shoots him, and he dies. And then like it almost turns into uh like you 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 start to feel bad for the werewolves because just before this happens. You learn that Doc has, the whole time has been trying to like convert them into society yeah. and keep them and like, like living amongst humans yeah. to coexist to rather coexist than like rather kill than them like all, right? Them, yeah. And then so it, in a way, like it it turns to like a like 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 we're the monsters at the end because <laughs> we're just refusing to let them live with us, right? Like yeah, we're well, just in a like, way, no, but they, need they didn't want to wanna live at that that no, point. They wanted right. to take over and kill. Yeah, well, and, Marcia like, you can't and, allow that to and Earl, yeah, and uh and all of them, they wanted to take over. I think yeah. somebody says it in the movie, uh, they're a par- they're like a parasite or they're worse than a they're worse than oh what are they worse, like worse than a, worse than cockroaches yeah they're yeah. worse yeah they're worse than cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. And I mean clearly but it's just like you feel bad for Doc because he's like devoted his whole life to yeah. just like living as a werewolf among humans. Like mm-hmm. clearly he's adapted because he's not killing anyone. Right. He's going on on live TV. Right. Like yeah. just as a human Selling with no book. no issues or anything. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really I really like that whole like how it turns almost into like like uh like like a horror movie where where the humans are the monsters for a minute when like they start killing all the wolves cuz like even the shots of the werewolves in the barn house it's like a lot of them like like in pain and yeah. screaming and yeah. freaking out like it's it's crazy it's really it's really cool i like the the feeling of that the like the shift of the mood there yeah. like i love Chris- i dude i love the entire ending sequence it's so good oh, like from basically from the moment that like uh, the the transformation sequence that really crazy yeah. one that Eddie has yeah well like from that point forward yeah, all the way definitely. through the barn sequence him killing them with the silver bullets and then locking them all inside the barn and burning the barn down and yeah it's like that, know, whole, that whole that whole last entire, like half hour of the movie yeah. pretty much is mm-hmm. when all that happens but I so, I I really love the ending too because like as they're driving away like Chris and Karen mm-hmm. escape. 
And then while they're driving away, there's still a werewolf that gets on the car and breaks in. Or no, it's isn't it Bill well, in the back seat? So what happened? No, what? Well, yes, but what happens is they're driving away in Chris's car. Yep. And that car gets kind of fucked up, and then yep. they get stopped by the sheriff. Uh, and he's a werewolf, and he's trying to. He's shooting at them, and Chris gets out of the car. And I don't know how the sheriff missed so many shots, but he's a terrible shot. Chris turns yeah. and shoots well, I mean, him with the... Well, I mean, they were ducking, but no, yeah, yeah I agree. Chris turns, shoots him with the silver, you know, with a gun with the silver bullets. He goes down, and then they run to get out of the car. You know, he tells he tells Karen, come on, let's, we, let's go. We got to go. And she gets out of the car, and they make it just in the nick of time before the car explodes. Right. Classic 80s explosion. Classic, yes. Hollywood explosion. You need it. It's big. Um, Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny, because there's a few like pretty like cheesy kind of moments like that in the film, which I just laugh, and like you know, th- yeah. I have fun with it. Like There's even when Chris pulls up in the car when he first gets to the colony, and he, like, he slams on his brakes. You you hear him like the tires like screech like like he's on pavement but he's actually on grass. <laughs> he's on grass, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, yeah. It's just funny. It, it does make it a little it cheesy, is. but I agree. But yeah. um, but I don't mind it. But the, at the end, of though, so he kills the sheriff there, and then the, that explosion happens, and they get into the cop car, and as soon as they are taken <laughs> off in the cop car, more werewolves approach. Yeah, and the one bust through the back as they That's take it. off yeah. and, it's, and it ends up being bill he bites karen yeah she shoots him and it ends up being bill and he's dead and so like when that first happened i loved it because like i watched it and it, they kind of like fade to black before they cut back to the news cast room and that fade to black is nice because that was like i was like wait a minute doesn't that mean that karen's like a a, wolf, a werewolf now right like because she got bit right and yeah. earlier like this is something i i wanted to mention really quick too i meant to do it earlier but like it's cool I like back to the thing about they reveal the tropes through the movie. Like mm-hmm. right before Bill gets turned into a werewolf, we see Chris and Terry watching a movie about how people are only turned into a werewolf after they've been bitten. So like mm-hmm. or scratched or something, right? So it's just like cool another thing where it like reveals it that way, but but like that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Wait, so that means Karen's a werewolf right now. So like why isn't she turning into one?" And then it comes back to the news anchor, which is like the coolest ending yeah, to a movie. Is, yeah. I, I love the way this movie ends so much because like like Karen comes back to work on the news anchor and her and Chris are like, all right, we got this plan. Are you sure you want to do this? And you're like, what's going on? Like, like what's she going to do? Just tell everyone that werewolves exist? Like big deal. Um, and then, of course, they do it. But Karen goes about doing this by transforming into a werewolf herself because she yeah. clearly got bit at the end there. So mm-hmm. she's now a werewolf. And then Chris, unfortunately, shoots her dead on live TV and they cut to commercial break. And he um, didn't want to do it. He's like, I I, like, I don't. Yeah, you know, no, because like you don't want to kill your friend. Of course. And yeah. I mean, and I feel like he yes, like, yeah. I mean, Karen at least knew that like they were able to survive for some length, you know, because right. Doc was doing it. Right. But yeah, I just I love. But she I didn't love want to live ending. as a werewolf. Yeah, no, I so. mean, I don't know if I would either. It'd be hard to resist that urge, man. Yeah, you know. And then full moon. Also, she. Suck. I I I bet she also probably didn't know. Like it was her first transformation, so she probably didn't know 
What was like, going to happen? What was going to yeah. happen if she was going to be able to control it? Like, and, and that goes back to the thing of like how her like her version of the werewolf was different because like like she was like almost trying to like hold it back. Like she wasn't giving into it so yeah. much. So mm-hmm. she came out looking like not as scary. She was yeah, almost right. like like she, she like looked a like a nice werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, like an Ewok version of yeah, a werewolf, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And it was exactly. great. Yeah. And it was like it was cool. But then uh, and she still dies, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but no, I, I love that whole, like like you were saying earlier, that uh, like each person has their own like persona with turning into a werewolf and like how they control it yeah. or like when it happens and everything like that too. It's just, it's really well done. I love it a lot. <clears throat> it is. Yeah, it's really cool. I yeah. Yeah, this movie this movie does the they they do the werewolf trope well, man. They yeah, really they do, handle man. the monsters well. Like they change some rules a little bit from how it normally works or whatever, but I mean, but they establish it themselves in the film as like just making it their own rules that way and it's fine and it works totally fine. It works well. I think it's a really great movie. Yeah, and then the the fact that like at the end, I re- like I know we kind of touched on it earlier, but the uh, news station how like she does that over the uh, television at the end, you know, in front of you know probably thousands, millions of people across you know America that night, and uh, mo- most people react and they're just like, you know, th- this is probably how people react in real life, yeah. and they would just be like. Oh yeah, special effects. Look at that. Yeah, That's cool. Right. Wow. I know. Yeah. Wow. Well, like and like just the one guy who like he's portrayed to be kind of like this crazy type guy sitting at the bar who's like drunk, who's like wasted up there and he's like he's like, "Oh, that's real, man." Yeah. That's real. He's like, "No, nah, you're just wasted, dude." Like I love that's that. not real. Yeah. And then Marsha's sitting down. She's she's sitting down uh, or standing down at the bar at the end. Yeah, ordering a burger. Ordering and she's a burger. Like, how would you like it? And it's yeah. like rare and looks yeah. right at the camera. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the '80s movies yeah, so dude. much, man. They got it's great. They're they're so great to watch. But like, just the whole fact, like, I love that, like, just little detail of like how people, like, that's exactly how people would yeah, react. Right? Like, they'd be like, "Yeah, right. That's right. fake." Well, because you really wouldn't be able. I mean, you couldn't yeah. really know you still saw it on tv so it's like you really only know it's true if you're like really there right and the like, angle of just like somebody s- coming on live television and like saying like a secret society lives among us and all this stuff yeah that's and like so wild. whether it's just like whether it's somebody claiming that it's the illuminati or somebody claiming that it's the you know werewolves or uh, vampires or whatever it is that they're claiming, no matter what it is that they're claiming and no matter what proof they're going to bring to the table, there's going to be skeptics all over the place saying, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Exactly, right? Yeah. I, they're like, never going to believe it. Show, sh- like, they're, they're not going to believe it until, you know, they're being bitten by a werewolf or right. by, you know, until until it's physically happening to them. Or right and it's in just front like, of them. And, yeah. then, or they're, and then you're going to have believers. And it's like sometimes, you know, that's where the news and the media and everything gets misconstrued, which is I find it really that's why, why I find this angle so interesting, because like things get so easily misconstrued in the media and you don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Yeah. Somebody could be claiming something and showing you something, but then everybody else is going to have an opinion and a thought about it. And they're going to be like, no, that's fake. No, that's real. And everything there's going to be two sides to everything like mm-hmm. there is with every single thing, no matter what it is. 
And you're going to have your believers and you're going to have your skeptics and you're just going to have your flat out non-believers. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, that I just, that's why I find this angle so interesting in the movie no. because. Yeah. Well, that's why the ending, know, I love the ending with, so with, much. With werewolves. Yeah, the way it ends it, is so well. Yeah. yeah it, it really brings it all together and like, it still allows for them to keep existing right. among society because. People, in, the, in the dark, because people mm-hmm. don't believe it. Yeah. Even if they saw it on live TV. Yeah. Like, yeah, there might be a few people right? who are like, like yeah, werewolves I mean, exist. Like, didn't, if don't, I, didn't you see that girl on live television? Right. Like that, that time in the eighties and people are like like no like that, yeah, that was talking fake. about that was yeah fake. that like, wasn't real the moon landing was fake you know like <laughs> that was fake the moon just landing like the, was fake was just fake, like just the, like the moon fake. landing you know yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> no yeah like, so it's just like i don't know it's i love that angle yeah it. i it's it's a really good angle to take and i'm glad that that's the way they took with it to end mm-hmm. it because it, it really like leaves that question of like of begging of of, of what are people going to do and do people really believe it or whatever um and I, I think it's great because it allows for Marsha to still be out there terrorizing right mm-hmm. and everything so it's there's really it's a really great angle and a really great like tone to end the film on you yeah. know what I mean oh yeah for yeah, sure definitely um, there are a few other things that I want to mention before you know we wrap things up. Yeah, are like just like some of the some of the little uh, tidbits in the movie, like the small details. I know we kind of touched on them earlier. But yeah, like the little like, wolf Easter like eggs, like the wolf Easter eggs, yeah. and like the Walter Paisley thing. How that you know that um, actor. Uh, Dick, Dick Miller, Miller, yeah, he's played Walter Paisley so many times. Yeah, or actually, a character his final named role, Walter, yeah, his final role was actually as Walter Paisley, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, like all these little uh, details in the movie. Yeah, like, there's you know, the, definitely some the, good all ones. The wolf things, um, like one I know of you them, have a few. Yeah, I've, I've written ahead. some of them down. Yeah. Like so, like 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 one thing in particular that I really enjoy is. Uh, in the in the quist house when bill is over there and they're like first marsha's like cooking the rabbit for him or whatever and like and i think we see like the 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 chief the sheriff sam um with it too at points like they have chili cans that are wolf brand chili um that's that's Uh, funny uh, (laughs) um or um or there's a scene where there's a they, they pan over a book called howl um, which mm-hmm. is a book by Allen Ginsberg. Yeah, that's, uh, that's when uh, Chris, I think, was on the phone with Terry at the end. Yeah, or towards the end. Yeah, there. towards the end. You're right. Um, uh, or like, or the other things too is uh, like there's there's a lot of uh, characters that are apparently named after yeah. directors of of famous wolf movies yeah. mm-hmm. from like the 1930s and stuff like like George Wagner. Um, Roy William Neal. That's Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrence Fisher. I believe it's Terry. I think is who that's in reference oh, okay. to. Yeah, Terry, okay. Terrence. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then like Freddie Francis, mm-hmm. um, Earl C. Kenton, that's the old guy. Mm. Um, it's Sam Newfield, he's a sheriff. Uh, there's just so so many people that mm. are named after like wolf directors from wolf films. Um, yeah. there's even uh, another probably one, I don't know, one of the last wolf Easter eggs that I'll say here is there's a there's a picture of Lon Chaney Jr. Um, when Terry oh, calls yes. Chris uh, from Doc's office the first time, and he's the man who, who I famously played the Wolfman in like the Universal 
1930s monster films like The Wolfman yeah, and Dracula yeah. and everything. Yeah. Okay. So just like the movie is full of, of Wolfman Yeah, film, there's so, probably so many more lore. that we yeah, didn't even Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch mention. more, but yeah. There's, like there's the, um, I know there's the scene, uh, I think it's the same scene right after Terry dies and Chris is in his office mm-hmm. thinking... And he's about to leave. I think he's watching a cartoon on the TV. Yeah, and it's a wolf like chasing down a. Yep. Uh, what it, what is it? Chase? It's chasing down like something. But anyway, it's a cartoon, and it's a wolf in the cartoon. Yeah, and I, it's, I, I, it's I don't timey cartoon. I forget what cartoon it is. I don't uh, know. crap. I don't remember. The it, it's the like one of the. It's like but, the old timey cartoon yeah, yeah. that everybody which, knows of a. Which wolf. is another fun like little like nod. Not only like with the wolf standpoint, but like the cartoon standpoint. Because I know I kind of mentioned it earlier. How like this movie kind of has like a cartoony type of like style about it yeah. in some ways. Like that's kind of what makes like some of those scenes a little bit more sillier. Not that they're like goofy scenes, but just like. Like I was saying earlier, like the music is yeah, kind of definitely the score like kind of that, yeah. that sort of thing, and uh, so like it's just, that was just another thing that I noticed. I was like, oh, cartoon, and then actually I think at the end after the credits roll, I think there's a movie scene. I don't know if it's a cartoon or not though. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know I there's like I, there's I like a little, little yeah there's a little post credit scene yeah. kind of but it's yeah it's like on a TV yeah it's like a TV scene something talking about Dang werewolves it, I don't remember yeah I don't know watch the credits when you watch the movie guys you'll see yeah it. yeah it's it's you watch you get to watch a burger being cooked if that's you watch true the credits, yeah so. rare rare burger um, rare burger so yeah anyways uh, I that that was something that I wanted to mention and then also another thing that I wanted to mention. I so there's a shot in Dr. Wagner's office. Uh, I think it's the shot when Karen goes to see him just before he tells her to go up to the colony. Yeah. And it pans down. It's like in his office. It starts on a painting. And it's like this kind of like ghost, like it looks like what it looks like is like it kind of looks like ghost face from screen. Mm-hmm. And so like. It's this painting of this, like, I think it that painting was kind of inspired. It kind of inspired yeah. the look of Ghostface. You're right. Yeah, the Scream. And, yeah. Um, and so, like, it, I f- find that shot really interesting because Scream is one of my, you know, favorites. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and they mention the howling in the movie Scream. Um, do they, they? They do bring it up. And wow. I feel like that's a nod towards the howling. So, like, they both, like, in a way, in, in a funky kind of way, even though the howling was made prior to Scream ever existing or being thought of, in a way, it kind of nods to Scream yeah. with that one shot because Scream kind of it. was inspired by that a little bit or the look of the ghost was kind of inspired well, by yeah, it a little bit. Well, yeah, that Scream face, um, right? Yeah. That, that kind of, the, the shape of that face, at least, that the sh- that what it, what that painting had on it. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, it's wow. kind of cool. At least if, you know, for me, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, cool." Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's like Ghostface. Yeah, well, I noticed that too because it's also. I think that's in that's that's in Doctor's office in Doc's office when when Karen is having like a therapy session yeah. with him, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's also funny because it's like the scream when she's reliving this traumatizing moment to the doctor mm-hmm. and everything, right? right? So it's like kind of like a little funny joke, like Easter egg too. Yeah, but. No, yeah, that's really cool. I like that a lot. It is sort of like a like a Easter egg mm-hmm. without even realizing it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. It's cool. 
Um, so yeah. And then like, there are a lot of like little scenes where like, uh, that Joe Dante, uh, does in it, like the, uh, and he like holds on s- certain characters and he learns just a little bit about those characters in those moments. Like yeah. whether what the, even, even though those characters aren't in the movie much, like the people at the news station, for example, um, when he's the scene, uh, with the guy he's talking in the mirror. Oh the, yeah. The news anchor, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, yeah, yeah. I like Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. You think he looks like Michael Keaton. I don't think let's, th- I mean, let's ask our listeners. Yeah. Do they think if he looks you like think Michael he Keaton? does, let us I know. I personally don't think he looks like Michael Keaton. Yeah. You do. So. I do. I really do. You um, know what? I do. So I feel like maybe his man, <laughs> like a little bit of his movement, his, his mannerisms in this one, maybe like, or a little bit like Michael Keaton, at least in that shot in the mirror when he's, but I love that scene when he's doing the news anchor voice and he's, he's practicing in the mirror and then Bill comes in and then he says that he yes. like goes into his normal voice and he yeah, says, he goes to the Southern accent. He's yeah. got, you got a real brave lady there, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Bill just, Walks out basically. Doesn't I forget if he says anything back to him? I don't think he does. I don't think he not does. Really. I think he says maybe if he, he says does, something he says about like something he says short. not to worry, but he says I oh I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. which I mean I would be yeah. too. Of course you're worried about your wife chasing after a serial killer, right? right? Like, so then so then he <laughs> leaves the bathroom and then he goes, goes back, back to rehearsing. It. Yeah, and it, and it's so like it's just funny. Yeah, or me. like it's, when it's like the the scene. producer is when it. when she's when Karen's coming back to first do her like take on being back after the attack to talk about it and he's all worried about the ratings oh yeah and the producer like tells him to cut to the editorial when she like chokes or whatever Mm -hmm. he like he calls and he's like get that like that fujiyama lady or whatever her name is he's like i don't care just get her ready for the show and then he hangs up the phone yeah and he turns around to himself on the screen and he's like that's a pro right there yeah yeah that's a professional it's so funny man like the way the the way the media (laughs) is portrayed is so great (laughs) I love the way that they He's so full of himself Right So full of himself Just worried about ratings And like And earlier in the movie too When when you see uh, Right after uh, Karen has that uh, Traumatic experience With Eddie In the very beginning And then she's Going back on the news You know That Mm -hmm. following evening Or whatever that was And he comes up to her And he's like He's like all right, Karen. He's like, everybody's watching tonight. Everybody's, you know, you, you're, you're going to be the big star tonight. And he's putting all this pressure on her. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, we're going to get such yeah, great ratings great after ratings, this, Karen. Blah, blah, oh, my yeah, gosh. This is going to be so good. And he's like, he's just basically setting her up for failure at that point. He's just putting all this, mat- like, as if there's not already enough pressure on this poor lady. Right, Who dude. just went through this terrifying and horrifying experience right? the night before. This. I know. It's absolutely it, like, insane. I can't believe that he has the nerve, but you know, people do, especially well, I mean, in, in that kind of all about that money, business. dude. It's, it's all a, about that. Well, money. it's a cutthroat type of business. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes there's, you know, some pushy things that go on in the, that business. But, yeah. Um, but now there's werewolves in it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Watch so, out. But yeah, his character's like a funny development for his character, but, it's just another like small thing that is pretty cool. Uh and uh but yeah, anyways, like dude, I love the movie. Yeah, I th- it's a great movie and again like we've been saying throughout the podcast, it's definitely one that I I we think should shouldn't be like forgotten about. It it deserves the cult classic status, but we think it should be getting a classic status as a werewolf movie because it's mm-hmm. great. It's a really good, really fun film. Um there's good humor in it. 
there's good there's awesome practical effects there's some really cool like scary moments too even with the wolves too um like even other little things like when when terry cuts the tc's hand off and we see the hand transform from yeah. a wolf hand to a human yep. hand like so many just really great practical effects moments of course rob botine the fucking the king dude yeah dude the man the, the myth, man. the legend. This is before he did the thing yeah. too, so we didn't even get that great. Yeah, we like, drool, we drool yeah. about him on on that episode. I know, of, and I mean, we thing, still so. drool about him on this. Dude. I mean, he we did. I mean, he's all. incredible. The he's effects incredible. are incredible, man. He's like, a great thing that yeah. they did. And he was only twenty one when he did this movie yeah. too, which is crazy. So it's nuts. Really well done, guys. We we hope you yeah. enjoy the howling if you watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fantastic man. I, movie. So uh, the last thing that I wanted to bring up, actually, before we head out, yeah, is um, the, uh, the uh, character of Chris. I know we kind of touched on him, but I, I like even though he wasn't in the movie a lot, I really liked his character. Yeah, and um, Dennis Dugan is his name. I really like he the played actor, he played him. Yeah. yeah, he played him so well. Um, yeah, he like he's been in a lot of uh, he was in some ad, he was in like Happy Gilmore. You yeah, know, recognize mm-hmm. him from. Um, he as was well. like but he's the, been he's been in so many movies. He's like the um, the the golf announcer guy. Yeah, uh-huh. at, yeah, yep. at the country club. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wow, I yeah. just put that together. Yeah, yeah. So, holy shit. So yeah, he plays Chris, and he's so good in in this role. And like, I love how like you know he's really just a side character, but he's he's the hero. He's in the a end. hero in the end. He, he shows up and he just and he destroys like, everyone. Yeah, you know, he dude. is. You know, he is like uh, basically side character just like what terry is but then terry like really takes over the story more than chris does because she comes to the retreat Mm -hmm. and chris stays back so he kind of just like is out of the movie for a little bit and then he comes back around when terry calls him and you know goes back and gets those silver bullets but then yeah he comes and he's basically the hero he saves karen and he he kills most of the werewolves stops the werewolves Um, outside of, you know, Marsha and if anybody else got out of that barn alive. Yeah. But he, I mean, he tried his best. He lit it on fire. He shot him with silver bullets. He saved Karen. And then in the end, he gets asked to do a horrific act and kill Karen. Yeah. On live television. Kill his friend, too. Yeah. Not just and Karen, but because yeah. Not only, not only is he taking the risk of basically going to prison for the rest of his life just for doing that, because I'm, I mean, imagine being Chris in those shoes. So yeah. Like, oh his yeah. Char- I, I, that's why I, I like his character arc. I wanted to mention just because, like, all throughout the film, he is building up. Like, a, yeah, he's a good guy. You can tell that he's a good guy. He loves Terry. You know, he loves his job, and he's, you know, he's a caring guy as well, just like Terry is. That's why they probably fit fit so well together, and um. So, like, in the end, I love that his character comes through and he is that hero. Yeah, that like, he, he goes from being a side character to being, like, a main character. Yeah. Very much so to in being, the yeah, end. Yeah, essentially being like just the, the hero. Mo- of yeah, the, the hero yeah. of the story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's really, he's a really great character. Yeah, I like Chris yeah, a lot. And Karen yeah. asks him, to, you know, to kill her at the end, and he, you know, he's, you know, it's a tough decision for him to make because I, I don't think he really wants to do it. No. Um. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I love I love Chris in the movie. I, I, do I know too. we didn't talk about him much. I just wanted to mention him here at the end before we uh, shout out to out, Chris, so. man. Shout yeah. out to Dennis Dugan playing Dennis the Dugan. Of Chris. Fucking killed it, and uh, just like he killed all those fucking werewolves, man. 
Dude killed. Well, got got most of them. He killed a few. He mean he and got he, Eddie. He, I know. Well, he also got Karen. He got Eddie. He got Doc. He got TC. He got Fred. He got Karen. And then I mean he he killed at least one or two. I'm gonna say in that fire, right? So he's got at least seven confirmed werewolf kills. I would say that's a lot. That's a lot of kills, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's just where I'm going at. That's where I'm coming from with it. Chris, real MVP there, dude. Oh, you know, you keep saying Fred. I think his name was Jerry. Jerry? Yeah. Oh. It was Jerry. It was Jerry? Yeah. Fred, Fred, was, uh, Fred was the news guy. That was the name of the news guy. Oh. Fred Francis. Oh. Jerry was the friendly neighbor guy. Damn. From the, well, the that's retreat. our mistake, so, guys. Sorry, Sorry about that, everyone. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. 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 Good old Jerry. Silver bullets my ass, Jerry. Yeah, that's, that's Jerry. Jerry. Sorry about that. That's okay. Little, it happens. Little, little mistake. We got them mixed up. Our apologies, everyone. The movie still rocks. It's the movie fantastic. still rocks. Just, you know, we just, we sucked a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And with that, man, you got any final thoughts you want to say about the howling here today, Cody? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of things that we could talk about. Yeah. Uh, more to go on with this conversation. Please, if you'd like to continue the conversation with with us you guys can reach out to us of course yeah absolutely please mm -hmm. do we're on social media we have instagram twitter facebook tiktok you can check us out on all of them if you're checking us out on podcasts of course we're on apple spotify google yeah i think that's everywhere that's pretty much it I think that's it. That's everywhere, guys. Yeah. We're and and of course just look for us the midnight, at the reel. midnight reel. Twitter's the only weird one that's at midnight underscore reel, but we all know how I feel about that. Um <laughs> but yeah, guys, so please uh, stay tuned for more, guys. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and everything at the Midnight Reel. Um, but anyways, this has been episode eight of the Midnight Reel. I'm Brendan. I'm Cody. Thank you everybody for listening. We shall see you next time.